Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee. That's right. New day. Yes, day earlier than before. So you get all the good tech right into your ears. It's like drinking good coffee for your ears. And I'm your host, Brett Deister. Still the same one. Yes, that'll never change. Never, I swear. Anyways, let's get on with the tech news. All right, it looks like, well... There's been another hack, and no, it hasn't been one of the retail companies. It's actually the company that provides the point-and-sale systems. Yes, Oracle, the ever-so-loved Oracle. And I'm talking about how it's not loved. Uh, yes, its microsystem has been hacked. Yes, they don't even know how bad the data breach is. They do know that there, were, there was a malware, some type of line of code that's not supposed to be in there. It's malicious. It doesn't do well with it. Um, it was kind of brought into it and then kind of spread. So Oracle has contacted all its well partners, and it's a lot of businesses, everything. And I will give you a couple from Sonic to El Pollo Loco to Fridays to Burking, IHOP. Uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Let's see what else is here. BJ's. That's not good. Uh, Marriott Hilton. And quite a bit more. There's a lot of big companies. SeaWorld is another one. There's a lot of big companies out there. A lot of them. Quite a bit of them. But yes, uh, I would highly recommend that you look at your credit card statements and see if Anything's a little weird about that, but unfortunately, Micros has been hacked, and Micros is a huge, huge uh, system for Oracle. It's kind of been their bread and butter for quite a while, but unfortunately, yes, they're from Russia. Uh, they've hacked, and they've done some nefarious stuff, so once again, I will highly recommend that you check your bank statements and make sure there's nothing that looks like a double uh, purchase or, du or something that is doing something very weird uh, but yeah it's not good there's there's well let's just say micros uh, is deployed at over 330,000 sites across 180 countries that's a lot of people, a lot of businesses, and very big businesses too. So once again, I would check your credit card statements. This is not good. And let this be a lesson to everybody. You will get hacked. There is no way around it. No matter how good you may think your business is and how well, good your security is, Unfortunately, there's always a back door. There's always a way in. And so you're going to have to be prepared for this. And I always tell people to back up their data. Back it up. Always back it up. Back it up every single day if you can. If not, once a week. But back it up and keep it backed up. And keep it off of your computer. Once you do a portable hard drive, just disconnect it from the USB port and leave it there until the next time you do that. And that's how you do it, just in case. But yes, another hack, uh, it's been fun. All right, moving on. Yahoo has announced a new, well, way to watch TV. Yes, 
Yahoo has done a new site that's called Yahoo View. And it is basically preferred partner of Hulu. And so they are now owned by Verizon. So they're owned by Verizon. So Verizon is an exclusive partner with Hulu because you, you have to, like, connect the dots. But anyways, yes, it's a new way to watch all your favorite shows through Hulu right there because Yahoo doesn't know what it is anymore and it's just trying to do different things. Throwing everything to the wall and seeing which one sticks. And it looks like this could stick. It could not. You never know. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I am. But yes, they made this. Um, now, they may be a preferred partner, but there's other preferred partners as well. And they've had a really great long-standing relationship with Hulu. If you don't know who, what Hulu or who Hulu or why that's called Hulu, well, I can't help you with the latter. But I can't help you with what Hulu is all about if you don't know. And if you don't know, I'm wondering, why in the heck do you not know this? But anyways, uh, Hulu is a way for you to watch uh, your favorite TV shows, uh, some movies as well. They're starting to get into movies. But it is a direct competitor to Netflix. Uh, and started off as more of a way to watch TV shows than movies. And then it's kind of branched out and it's done what uh, Netflix has done, which is its own TV series as well. So that's kind of what it is. It was kind of a brainchild of Fox and or somebody from Fox, a higher up from Fox, Fox Exec. And it has been to be a very popular site for a lot of people. Maybe not as popular as Netflix, but pretty popular in general. So if you don't know, check it out. It's free to sign up. There also is a paid uh, subscription if you want to do it that route as well, but it is free. And even though it's it's free. There are some limitations to it as well. So always check out those. But yes, uh, Yahoo has a view. The view of Yahoo. Like I said before, I just really saw I'm just saying Yahoo. They've been just having terrible, terrible problems. Terrible. All right. It has been confirmed today that Walmart has bought Jet.com for $3 billion in cash. Yes, once again, $3 billion in cash. It's quite a bit of cash. Much? I really wish Walmart would float that my way. That'd be nice. Just have that cash laying around. No, you need the $3 billion? No, here you go. Uh, but no, yeah, they bought it specifically to fight Amazon because Amazon is the behemoth in the e-commerce world. This is another way for Walmart to well, compete against it. They do have Walmart.com, but Jet is more of a direct competitor to uh, Amazon. Now, if you don't understand what Jet.com is, it is basically like Amazon. You can buy anything from there, from food to laundry to whatever you heart's desire. It first started off as a paid subscription site, and they dropped it, which was probably a better idea that way. It was also uh, backed by Google, but eventually Walmart took the plunge. Now, they weren't actually supposed to be profitable until 2020, so it looks like Walmart has a lot of faith in it as well. The good thing is, is that it's still going to be its own entity for now. A lot of companies like to say this, and then eventually they just kind of envelop into them. So for now, Jet.com is still going to be Jet.com, so be care it's, it's okay. 
all you people that are like, no, why Walmart? Why? It's okay. They still are jet.com. Still can be cool and do that. Interesting thing is, is that there's a plus to the buyout as well. There's a $300 million in shares for the founders and others of the company. So there's quite a bit of extra money for all of them, which, you know what? Kudos to them for making a product that a really big company actually wants. Now, it will be interesting to see how Walmart.com and Jet.com kind of compete against Amazon, but like I said before, it's going to be a very interesting uh, kind of battle brewing between them, but everybody is trying to battle against Amazon because they are the top dog right now. They weren't before, but since they've branched out and kind of done their own thing and done a really good job at it, they have a lot of competitors now. A lot, a lot, I like it a lot, a lot of competitors. You have no idea, but they have a lot. Uh, I mean, even looking at Amazon Prime Day and seeing how Best Buy, Target, and all of them were having sales specifically to counter Amazon. Anything Amazon does is pretty big news. And like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting. Which leads me to a perfect transition into my thoughts on the state of tech. Now, there's many things going on in tech, and there's always a whole bunch of things going on in tech. I mean, everything from Facebook having its weird loves obsession with Snapchat, trying to always, you know, copy it. I, I kid you not. The only thing they do is direct copy it. They don't even try anymore to... Yes, you can see that I still don't like Facebook very much. Two... Uh, the hacks going on to the litigation always going on within tech to all the innovations from AI to smart cars to virtual reality to augmented reality. Everything in tech just seems to be moving at a breakneck speed. And a lot of you are like, I can't hold on. It seems like it's so impossible. And that's, that's why I'm doing this as well, because I love to keep up with it. But from what I've seen is that we're all... It looks like we're all coming to a culmination. Combination of every tech innovation that we've had in the past 10 years coming all into one. Now, you've seen this before with the smartphone. Uh, before, you had several different electronic devices doing what your smartphone does now. You had the point-and-shoot camera, you had MP3 player and or Walkman CD player, you had... Uh, your cell phone as well, you had your PDA or a calendar book, uh, you had uh, your laptop, because basically your smartphone has now become your laptop. So you basically had all those six things become one. Also, your, actually, let me add one more. Seven things, your GPS. Actually, no, it's eight. Why don't I keep on doing it? But it's actually eight, because there's always, there's a way to store data onto it so it's also your uh, flash drive and or uh, portable hard drive. So you had about these eight things all crammed into one because you had all these different things that you had to get prior to the smartphone and then they all in this one innovation they all brought it together your, your point and shoot and your smartphone. Your word processing or anything else that you need to do in your smartphone. Your GPS and your smartphone. Your music in your smartphone, way to hold data in your smartphone, your your uh, portable hard drive, whatever, in your smartphone. Uh, all this, all this other, 
all those other things. Your phone, obviously, it is your phone. Uh, but uh, all these things, all these things came together to become the smartphone. And the smartphone has basically killed a lot of industries. It killed the MP3 industry. That Well, I mean, more of the MP3 player. The MP3 is still always going to be there for a while. But the MP3 player industry is basically dead because of a smartphone. Point-and-shoot cameras is dead. The only other... The only... Uh, way camera companies are profitable is they're selling their lenses to uh, phone manufacturers or DSLRs. Uh, those are the only really two ways. Point shoots are not a good business model anymore. They're a dead business model. They actually, they actually went quite way quicker than uh, film cameras. Film cameras were around for quite a while. That's why Kodak was so powerful for a while until it decided that, oops, maybe we should have, you know, used our digital camera technology. FYI, they did create the first digital camera in like the 70s. I'm not sure, quite sure about that, but they, they did create it first. But anyways, moving back on, all these things have happened. So what I can even see is even moving ahead forward, maybe five, 10 years, uh, Google Glass, the idea that you have everything here or even your smartwatch becomes your phone in a way or ways to touch on there's different things there's different ways to do it plus with better technology with AR I, I feel like the Google Glass idea is going to become a better idea than it was before prior to the Google Glass you didn't have AR AR is now kind of understandable you can see it a lot better before you actually couldn't, so when Google Glass came out, it'd be like, ah, why are you recording me? And like, well, I'm not recording you at all. You're not, you're not recordable. Sorry. Uh, but I see, I see it coming. VR and AR is going to be the same thing. You're going to have one unit to do both because there's no point eventually to have two different devices almost doing the same thing. And that's and that's gonna that's gonna be great. I am not really into VR, only because I don't see a lot of innovation behind it as much as I see in AR. AR is the future. That's how I see it. Uh, you're gonna see a lot more interconnectivity between all your devices from your desktop. Your desktop is going to be your technology hub as well. Now you could say I'm gonna be wrong. You're wrong. Ah, but no, it's gonna be because. Battery tech is still terrible. It's always a thing. Let me tell you how terrible it is. It is always going to be... Uh, your your desktop is going to be just your hub. Your hub where you store everything, which is going to be even more uh, important that you make sure that your files are backed up somewhere else that somebody cannot get. Uh, uh, hard drives are going to become bigger, faster, and a lot thinner as well. As technology progresses, graphics cards are going to start actually plummeting in price because people are going to want to buy other things, and the graphics card's not going to be the holy grail of it all. It's going to be the VR and AR instead. It's not going to be that. And graphics cards are still going to play an important role, but not as much as they used to. So that's that's the other side of gaming. Uh, for tech. Especially for businesses, it's going to come down to the matter of security. Like I just talked about with Micros, this is the biggest and most single threat 
or biggest threat for businesses that I've ever seen before. Bef like prior to five or ten years ago, you may have heard of a couple hacks here and there, but it really wasn't that much. Now it's like every month or at least twice a month or more. So what I'm going to actually hope to see is that AI is going to take over some of the, the cybersecurity and they're going to learn how to counteract with a lot of these uh, nefarious organizations. However, that could always come back to bite you and then you're going to have AI and AI war in cyberspace battling each other out basically. Battle to the death! It's going to be like a gladiator. But only in you know, cyberspace. You're also going to see a lot more gaming becoming more VR ready or more VR enabled. Uh, so we're going to know. Most people are going to surround themselves with their games. I'm still holding off on it. I'm going to wait for a few uh, generations to kind of them to get some of the bugs and the kinks out of it. I think there's going to be maybe three uh, major players in the VR. I do think HTC has a good thing going on. I do think Facebook could have a good thing going on, but they just have to do a little bit better of a job. Uh, but I, th but HTC has done a great job with their VR unit. Um, maybe Sony can do it, but you know what? To be honest with you, I, I actually see like maybe Sony and Nintendo actually, you know, kind of joining together because Nintendo's been doing really well with Pokemon Go, but the Wii U? Nobody wanted that one. The Wii, everybody wanted. The Wii U? Nope. Uh, you're also going to see a lot more AR games. You're going to see a lot more of those types of games where people are going to get more involved with uh, their surroundings, which may, may incur more exercise, but a lot more of just staring into your screen. So we're not really going to know how to talk to each other or even, you know, look at each other's faces. So I'm going to be that old guy that's like, those dang kids, why don't they get off my lawn? And why don't you look before you cross, you dang kids? I don't think that was a very good old man. <gasps> oh, that's a better one. Uh, dang kids, why don't you get off my lawn? That's a better one. Way better one. You know, I gotta work out the kinks for my uh, voices. But yes, uh, there's gonna be that. So all of this, all of this is gonna happen. And phones are gonna get slimmer, their batteries are gonna get bigger. Hopefully, and I'm really hoping to this, there's gonna be a battery uh, innovation where batteries are just a lot better because lithium ion's great, but it, it, it's reaching, it already has reached that limitation where it's not as good as it was five years ago it was still good now we're getting a point where it's there's got to be something new we got to figure out something new as well i'm hoping uh to see more green innovations with tech because tech does use a lot of chemicals and stuff even though i'm not the biggest environmentalist i do understand that there is an impact to it and so the zinc and copper that it's been used a lot in tech i hope that it'll be people will recycle that more often, also cobalt is actually used quite a bit. Uh, so I hope to see more innovations. Apple did a really great job with their new robot that does recycle all of its parts. So that's just one step forward. Um, I'm also probably going to see, you're going to see a lot more duking out in different um, industries that we may not 
Cars is going to be huge. That's going to be one of the biggest things. Self-driving is going to be one of the biggest things five years in. It's going to Tesla, you got Google, pretty sure Apple's going into it. Maybe Microsoft, not really sure about that one. They may actually have no interest in it. Um, but those are going to be the biggest ones um, to actually look for. That's going to be the biggest industry and probably the biggest innovation tech uh, for the future be, beyond AR and VR. That's going to be another big innovation as well. Uh, I'm going to see and the innovation in uh, AI assistance uh, because we all love our little assistants talking to our phones. Like, hey, schedule this for me. Okay, I'll schedule this for you. That's my robot voice. I don't know how good it is. Let me know how good it is. Uh, but I also see that. Now, politically, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm very, always in the middle of this. I do not like the right too much, don't like the left. The tech is, has embraced the left side of it, and there's a problems with it. I think the tech is going to have a schism, the tech industry is going to have a schism, and the schism is going to be about free speech. That's going to be the biggest thing that we're going to see, is free speech. Twitter's done a terrible job at it. They have, uh have the Trust and Safety Council, whatever the heck that is, and it's all organizations that don't care about free speech. They care about bullying and not bullying people. And I get that that there's a time and place for that. I was bullied when I was in high school, face-to-face, not on Cyberland. Uh, But I do think people need to have, and this is for my generation, a thicker skin. The problem is, is that we don't have thick skin. When someone says mean things to me, um, like you suck, I'm like, oh, all right, whatever, leaders. Uh, people actually get upset about that, and then I get it. It's a const. It can be a constant thing, but there's a thing called disconnecting. If it gets to a point where it's like an annoying fly that doesn't go away and it's gnawing at you. You need to start to disconnect. We need to have better self-control in tech. We don't have it very much because we haven't set boundaries for ourselves. So that's why when you see a lot of people in groups, we check our phones when there's a lull and all those other things. But back to free speech, there's going to be a huge, I would say more intellectual battle about this. Facebook, Twitter, and Google, and Microsoft as well, can't forget them, have all signed with the EU to make sure that anybody that talks badly about uh, immigrants uh, will be taken off in 24 hours and reported to the police. There is a thought police going on. And do not trust whatever Facebook and Twitter tells you. They are not there to be free speech advocates. They don't have to be free speech advocates. They are a private business. It doesn't matter. My thing is, and I don't care if they don't follow the free speech laws as the Constitution or the, I should say the Bill of Rights because it's not really in the Constitution the Bill of Rights uh, says my problem is is that when they go against their policies they and they pick and choose who they want to ban there's a problem with that there's also going to be a lot of people that are going to start well figuring out that the best way for tech especially the internet is to have open free speech. Whatever someone says, just let it go. Now, there is a line to be drawn, and the only thing free speech does not protect is when 
For example, someone yells fire in a crowded theater when there's no fire and you have people trample on, people die, or a direct call to action for violence. That is the only thing that free speech does not um, cover. Everything else? Fine. You can say, I hate white people. I hate crackers. I hate white chocolate bars. I don't know. Anything like that, that, that is fine. You can say whatever you want, but someone else can can call you on it as well. So I think there's going to be this huge more interest in actual free speech and not what we're being told is free speech. And I think Google, Microsoft, Twitter, and Facebook are going to have to deal with this and probably not going to do a good job of dealing with it. Even Google with YouTube has updated its policies on bullying, um, claiming that what basically the same things that Facebook and Twitter have said, and they're terrible policies. They're not really good. They're vague. They're awful. They're bad. They really need to update it to be very specific to what it is. Bullying is any type of threat that's going on, and it's going to be an act called upon that can be credible. Saying you're the worst person in the world or you're dumb, it's not really harassment. It's just someone's opinion about you. Opinion's wrong, probably, but it's still opinion. So there are a lot of things going on in tech. That one, I think, is going to be the biggest battleground politically and in tech. It's going to be this... this um, not, I don't want to say awakening because uh, woke and all that other stuff, but this greater understanding of what free speech is. Free speech is a great thing. It's why the founders of America decided to put that on there. Like, you can say this stuff. The government cannot stop you. Businesses can. But it was a great thing. Now, a lot of, I understand a lot of countries in this world do not have that. I.e. Canada does not have it. And I feel sorry for you Canadians. You really should. Uh, but that is, that is going to be one of the biggest battlegrounds Politically, philosophically, all these other mind things is going to happen. It's just that's just how it's going to be, and so you're going to have to choose between if you want care more about diversity, or you care about, and I mean by that I mean diversity of skin color, or you care more about diversity of thought. I like the latter because the latter lets me, uh, well, think about my own ideas, my own opinions, my own philosophies, theologies, whatever. It makes me think about it. It forces me to come to grips with my own uh, flaws in my argument, and it just makes me a better person. That's why I like, that's why I care more about the diversity of thought than your skin color. Your skin color doesn't matter to me. I want to know how smart you are. I want to know if you've thought about these things. I don't care if you're whatever you are. I care about what you say. I care about what you think. I care about how you think about it. So those are gonna, that's mostly my state of what tech is. We're going to see great innovation and more of a convergence of a lot of other tech. So we're going to see VR and AR come together. We're going to see probably your cell phone come together in your AR VR unit plus with your smartwatch plus with probably smart clothes coming into play as well. Uh, we're also going to see a greater innovation in, sm in uh, smart cars and smart driving and autopilots. Uh, so it's not just going to be planes. We're also going uh, to see 
your desktop become your tech hub and that's going to cause a lot of great problems and be a lot of great things. We're going to see businesses care. Hopefully they'll care a lot more about their security. We're probably going to see more implementations of AI in cybersecurity so they can learn and be better at it than just having your tried and true antivirus because those are okay, but they're not as good. Uh, we're also going to see better uh, implementations of AI uh, for virtual assistants as well. And then we're going to see a battleground of speech. What is speech? What is free speech? How far can we go? Uh, and there's probably going to be a schism. I'm, I guarantee you there's probably going to be a schism in this because it is a very important thing, especially to me. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, I care about diversity of thought. I care about your thoughts. I care about how well you've thought this out, how well you researched it, how much you know about life is what I care about more than anything else. Because that's who you are. Yes, your skin color matters to some degree, but not as much as how you think. That's what I care about. Anyways, moving on, I got a couple of apps slash programs for you to try. Uh, this week, one's called Verify, and this is more of an on-demand insurance for drones. Yes, we all love drones, and we all like to crash them. Uh, so you can get insured and be sure that you were insured for them. It is an app for iOS and Google Play Store, so check it out. And also for my bookworms, you guys are awesome. I got an, a new uh, site for you called Book and Shelf. It's a great way to discover uh, great books and bookshelves as well because we all know when we buy books we need bookshelves so check it out it's great I love books and you should love books as well and it, very, it looks like and I'll say this it looks like very much like a Pinterest for books so why wouldn't you be on there anyways guys hope you enjoyed digital copy for today a little bit of change but I really wanted to try this out for a little bit I want to see if I can do this a little bit more and give more opinions than just talk about the news, even though I do that anyways. But just to remind you, everybody, to follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, at Facebook at Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, Vine at Digital.Coffee. And if you like these podcasts, Oh, so much, because you you know you love it. It's like the best brew for your ears. Uh, be sure to support me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer, and tune in on Wednesday when I go through Marketing News at Marketing Blend. It's all blended together for you, so you don't have to search. I do it for you. It's amazing. Anyways, have a great day and a great Tuesday. I'll see you Wednesday. Later, guys.